Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and with me in the studio, I have Muse Wu. Am I saying it right? Yes, Muse Wu, <laughs> who is founder of A and M Creative, and she's also the branding director of Taihu Brewing here in Taiwan. But actually, she wears a whole lot of different hats. But we're going to get to that, you know, one by one. Muse、um, can tell you all about it, right? Hi, Muse. Hi, Shirley. Thanks for having me here. Okay, so it's great to have you. And I know that you were born in the States, but then you came back to Taiwan pretty much after you were born.、Mm-hmm. And anyway, you've lived around like you know many different places, like Taiwan and then New York and then the States and then Japan and all that kind of stuff. So I'm already lost track. <laughs> but anyway, before we go into your life, though, which sounds really exciting,、um, we're going to start with you telling a story. That has maybe made an impact on you. Yeah, sure. So when I was living in Tokyo with my family, I think I was、uh, probably in fourth grade when、um, my parents told me that、uh, we were all moving back to Taiwan, and I was very, very upset. I didn't want to leave my friends, my school. So I went and talked to my best friend at the time.、Um, her name is、uh, Marie, and. We had a long powwow discussion, and then I said, "All right, great." I went back to my parents, and I said, "I've talked to Marie, and、uh, her family is willing to take me in, and I'm just gonna live with them. It's cool, you know. They're they're fine with it, and、uh, you guys can go back to Taiwan, but I'm not going." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, like eventually, I did have to leave with them, and、uh, you did, yeah. <laughs> you lost a battle. <laughs> I lost the battle, but、uh, that really impacted me because it kind of prepped me for the various moves that I've had to do throughout my life. You know, from then on, I was a lot more independent. I think. Not so、uh, attached to one place, which has had its pros and cons.、Um, I agree,、yeah. but you were just a fourth grader, and you were already like so independent, and you already know what you want <laughs> for your life. Right. That is one amazing thing. Maybe kind of makes me think about what person you are. You're a thrill seeker. You're an adventuresome person. Yeah. You're always someone who likes to try something new、mm. all the time. You make me sound like a. <laughs> I should be on a boat looking for the next、right. continent. <laughs> but I no. But I do feel like that sometimes. Like. Like what? That, no, that like exploration. Yes. And、uh, maybe not physically new places, but like ideas. I'm curious. What was it that your parents said that convinced you to move with them and lost a battle? <laughs> You cried. You you yanked and you pulled and you. I didn't. I didn't even、huh? cry. I think I was very very adamant about staying there, and I was you know nerves of steel for a fourth grader. I was like, no, I don't care. You guys go. I'm not even gonna miss you. But then I guess I think eventually my mom did、uh, say something to the effect of, you know, if you stay here, you're not gonna see us for a year. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're four, in fourth grade, it, a year feels like a very long time. Yes, that is true. <laughs> do you have any siblings, though? I do. I have a younger sister. Right, and、so. she was already born then, right? Didn't think that you were going to miss your sister. <laughs> yeah, gonna, well, my sister. Is, or you、uh, were in a fighting. My sister is like seven years younger than I am. Oh, she's、okay. much much younger than I am. Wow. So 
now as adults you know we're very close that age gap isn't uh, such a big deal but when i was 14 and she was only seven it was like we were in two totally different worlds yeah i know anyway gosh i don't know where to start about your life (laughs) (laughs) first of all you went to nyu new york university and you studied please say comparative literature (laughs) yes but there was a minor to it well so i studied comparative literature with a concentration in film theory and film literature. Thank you. Which I never thought there was such a thing, you know, <laughs> right. that existed. So ever since you were young, you just had a liking for... I loved film, yes. Okay. Of course. Um, but I think more importantly, what, what drew me to studying complet was the same as the reason why I originally wanted to do art history. I ended up doing a minor in art history, but um, it, it's, it's kind of like with film history or film theory and art history, you know, you look at a piece of art whether it's a film or a painting or a sculpture, such a visually appealing thing, it's beautiful aesthetically, right? But it also tells a story about the time and the culture. Why do I get this feeling that as a kid, you were already enjoying adult films? Did you go through phase where you enjoy like this animation or Disney movies and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I did. Okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> My favorite cartoon is probably The Little Mermaid, like Disney. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember the first sort of adult film that I saw, but uh, I had been introduced to a director called Fellini when I was, uh, I think, in probably in high school. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, most people were watching big Hollywood blockbuster films. And I was like watching like black and white Italian movies. Oh, from- <laughs> I get it. Oh. That's how I really got into it. I how loved- old were you then? Black and white movies. Um, it's probably 15. Okay. Oh. So this is earlier than my son who is now studying film. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing that for homework. You know, black and white films and silent films. And then he has to do a report on it. It's really important. (laughs) Okay, well, when we talk about musée, it's not only just films and literature. Mm. Because musée is doing a whole lot of other stuff, too. (laughs) Like, for example, four years ago, your company became the window display designer for Hermes. Yes. Right? Yes. Then, like I mentioned earlier, that you are branding director of Taihu Brewing, which is actually craft beer by yes. some Taiwanese people. Yes, we are a Taiwanese uh, craft beer company. Yeah. And we're brewing craft beer in Taiwan, just uh, in Shizhi, is where our brewery is at. And we have um, now five retail locations across mm. Taipei. That is really cool. But I believe that there are more and more of these like local brewers mm. popping up yes. around Taiwan. That's, that's yeah, this is really cool. So Hermes, I mean, that's an honor. Yeah. How did that come about? Uh, Hermes uh, kind of happened, I wouldn't say by accident, but uh, we were very lucky to have been introduced to them. And I actually originally, my business partner and I were introduced to them as uh, more of like uh, curators to introduce designers or artists to Hermes to uh, work on designs for their window displays because Hermes has a, they have individual displays for different countries around the world. So a window display in Taiwan will look different from the ones in say Japan or Shanghai or Hong Kong. And we had proposed, I think three artists whom we thought would be appropriate to do their design for them at the last minute uh we kind of threw in a design of our own 
were like, well, you know, we have an idea as well. Brought, you mean we, yourself? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> right. So, so my partner and I had just kind of sat around and like did a drawing of a, of a design that we thought they would maybe like. And uh, we went to the meeting and kind of presented the three artists. And at the end, we were like, well, you know, we actually have an idea of our own too. So we showed it to them and they loved it. They're like, we don't need these artists. If you guys can do this kind of work, then you know, let's 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 go. Yeah. So we were really lucky in that respect, and have been working with them for this is the fifth year now. Yes, because you were saying that Hermes, you know, is unlike other brand names,、mm. where it's still owned by the family, the fourth generation,、yes. and they don't insist on the designs to be the same worldwide, but instead that you know to incorporate the different cultures of the particular country. Yes,、um, in the design and all that. So I think that's that's great. <laughs> Right,、yeah. it it just shows how much care and dedication they they truly have for and respect, I guess, for for designers.、Uh, and I think they also do this because they want to help young designers and artists in different parts of the world to have such a well known brand as a platform、mm. right, for them to be creative and to merge both art、um, and commerce. Uh, because at the end of the day, you, you know you're still selling a product, so it's it's all about how you are able to display the product in their windows in a way that merges with the art that is 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 part of the, their company identity. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. The way I see you, Muse, is that you're not one who likes to be stationed in one place. So、mm. you actually do move around. You know, I mean, you're based in Taipei. You know, you're saying that this is your base. Yes. But the thing is that part of each year you would spend time outside of Taiwan. Like at one time you were staying in Germany for a, year, a, a month, few months. Yeah. yeah, a few months, and then another time maybe Paris for a few months and all that kind of stuff. So, but I read another interview that you did for some magazine, I guess,、mm-hmm. where. They asked you why it is that you decide to make Taipei your base. So、mm. I'm asking the same question. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, my parents are from Taiwan, right? So my family is Taiwanese,、um, and it was always important for me. I think it was part of it was very idealistic that、uh, right after graduating from NYU, I decided that I wanted to be in Asia. Of course, my family was here, so. I decided to come to Taiwan, and a part of me really felt that the Taiwanese culture and art scene was lacking. And with my sort of international background and education, I could make a huge impact. That was kind of the the dream, right? To to like really change the aesthetics of people in Taiwan. But after having been here for many years, I realized that it's much more difficult than I had ever imagined. And on a personal level, I didn't have roots that were deep enough in Taiwan to truly want to dedicate or devote my life to changing the art scene. I mean, that's a big mission, you know. Right, and 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 that was <laughs> that's a, a mission. huge mission. <laughs>、uh, it was also a little bit、uh, not disappointing, but I guess interesting for me to learn that about myself. That despite how much you know I like this place, I don't call it home. Perhaps part of me still always feels、Foreign. like a foreigner when I'm here. You know? Same here. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Even though I've lived here for 25 years. For me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for 25 me. years for you. Yeah. Like <laughs> eight years, going on eight years now for me. Right. But it also, that you know, that's the good thing about that is it really offers perspective. When I look at things here or analyze things it's it's always a it's kind of like from a third party perspective yeah and that's helped me a lot in my work uh and in my dealings with people um and trying to understand sort of the culture here i mean i think it's great what you want to do for taiwan Mm. but have you found other people who have the same dream as you and the same drive because i think there are others like you so have you found these people have you found some (laughs) And you can work together. I mean, don't put I, a stop to this dream. No, I, I, I have. And uh, I think that those people are the people I work with now at Taihu. Good. Oh, and okay. Yeah. We are of the same mindset when it comes to why we choose to stay in Taiwan and why we choose to work here or start a business here. And I think, for example, the window displays was under my own company's name. It was uh, always frustrating because... It was just me and my partner. We didn't have other staff or like we would work with outside production companies and such. But um, working now with Taihu, it feels very powerful because I'm surrounded by people who have the same sort of idealism and positivity and enthusiasm for Taiwan, for working in Taiwan. But they're not necessarily Taiwanese or born in Taiwan or have grown up here. But I think for all of us, what's truly important is to bring the sort of level of consciousness and enthusiasm really for not just something that's Taiwanese but what it means to be a Taiwanese company right our product is produced here but it's very international like the brand is very international we don't focus on the Taiwanese identity part of it if your product and your brand is good it doesn't matter where it's from like that's a that's an asterisk on the side Right, mm-hmm. like Taihu Brewing is great beer, and oh, it happens to be from Taiwan. It's not great Taiwanese beer, right? This is something that we're always trying to steer the conversation into. Okay, so if you find Musee Wu's life and story fascinating and want to know more, make sure you join me next week for the second half of our chat on In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. 